Hey, what's happening, Wrestling World, uh, Wrestling Nation? How is everybody today? Uh, I'm here with a uh, another amazing high school coach in our country. Uh, I'm trying to branch off a little bit. I know I do a lot of Florida because that's my home and that's what we're putting on the map. But uh, I'm starting to get some uh, some people from outside of our state as well. Let's put everybody on the map, right? So I've got um, assistant coach Ed Palladino. Uh, are you ready for it? I want you to say this name four times fast. Chattahoochee High School. I, I got it, I practiced that. Uh, he was a veteran's bronze medal at the World Championship. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. He was a uh, state placer in New Jersey, a region five champ, two-time district champ, Middlesex champ, JUCO champ, USA Wrestling Collegiate uh, All-American, a Valley National champ, uh, he did a lot of shit. I can't get through it. He, he was a good wrestler. <laughs> so we got him here now, and uh, there's a lot more. Look him up. Ed Palladino, he's got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, plus, he, uh, he has a great, great, great uh, foundation that he does for children, and we'll talk about that. And uh, how are you, Coach Palladino? Thank you so much for coming on. It, I, you may be my first Georgia high school. Yeah, you're my first Georgia high school to talk to. Um, I did talk to some of those... Uh, you know, the Omi Acostas and those guys out there. Um, nice. But, uh, but welcome, man. Um, talk, about, uh, talk about life right now, man. I know it's kind of tough to be a wrestling coach. Yeah, th thanks for having me on, man. It's um, definitely interesting times. You know, uh, the last couple of months have been kind of, you know, hands off. Uh, we've been doing just trying to get a lot of training in. And uh, it's, it's, it's been kind of kind of interesting <laughs> to say the least. Um, but, you know, we got, we got a lot of athletes that were out there working. Uh, we're doing a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff at home and um, I've worked with some older guys too. Uh, I was trying to get John Hanrahan on here. He had a prior engagement, uh, but he, he's one of my, my uh, one of our board members for AFC. Um, but yeah, we're all, we're all just trying to get through it. I think we're kind of on the tail end of it. Yeah, it seems okay. I had, um, I had Coach Cody on, who is involved in FAWA, I guess it's called. And then he, um, but I guess he gets all the USA Wrestling stuff and he shared the different phases. And um, I don't know if you saw him on, but he spoke about like we're in phase three right now and trying to progress. But I'd imagine all you club coaches and head coaches and assistant coaches are getting those, those same emails. Yeah, it's as far as like just uh, where we are in that phase. I think, you know, Georgia is one of the first states, I think, that we, we, we kind of ramped up real quick uh, back in April. And everybody was kind yeah. of like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hub, right? I mean, Atlanta is the hub of the world, man. I mean, you, everybody goes through that airport. Yeah, I mean, Del it's Delta's hub, you know, so everything really does travel through here. Um, so it's still, you know, we're still a little kind of like hands off. I think some gyms are starting to open up a little bit. So it's it's nice. I haven't been on the map in like probably two months, man. So I'm kind of, I'm wow. looking forward to getting back out there. Yeah, I think there's, um, <clears throat> so from the people I've been talking to and um, and I guess I talked to some people now, so I can say this, right? But um, there's two spectrums, right? Like there's like, okay, we're open, start the camp, everybody sleep over, let's go, right? And, and then there's the other side going, holy shit, don't you think that's a little too soon? Like, shouldn't we wait till like 
the end of July to do these things and, and maybe slowly get people back in the gym, slowly figure this out before we put 250 kids yeah. in the same room. So I know there's a lot of kind of that going on. Like, do we, they open the door, so now let's go or? Yeah, it's, it, I'll tell you, man, it's, it's hard because you got, you got two factors, right? You got the economic cycle. And so you got, obviously, parents want to get back to work, you know, uh, and open up. And then you got, from an athletic perspective, we're, we're all kind of leery as far as, you know, how, how many people do, do we get in one room? Because, you know, you get one kid sick, and then all of a sudden, I mean, you know, a wrestling room, it's, we try to keep it as clean as possible already. The last thing we need is one guy getting sick and then spreading through the entire camp. Forget that. All you need is one parent in your room doing it. <laughs> it was your fault you killed my kid, or it was your fault you got my kid. Oh, yeah. Your fault yeah. that my kid got this. And the, the hardest part of this whole thing is you don't know if you have it or not. So, I mean, how do you even, I mean, you can test a kid right there and everything's good, but he might have underlying symptoms. So, I guess that's kind of the whole freak out ish kind of thing. But, um, Anyway, man, how do you uh, how do you like Georgia? I know it's a, it's a big uh, it's obviously a different speed Alpharetta, Georgia than uh, New Jersey and New York and Philly and that tri area there. Um, Chattahoochee wrestling, man. How many times have you had to write that down and have you figured out an abbreviation <laughs> to put that on paper before you have to do that? All the I'm time. not gonna lie, man. Sometimes I look down and I just make sure I have enough. I think I have it written down three times on my sheet, and each time it's written down, it's spelled differently. I think I don't think I spelt it the right way once. I've got two T's, one T, two E's. Um, I just was like, <laughs> I don't know what I mean. But it's you know, it's uh, Georgia's been it's been great. Um, definitely a little slower paced. Uh, the nice thing about Georgia is you got you kind of have everything. You know, you got you got the ocean, right? You got Savannah over there. You got you got the lakes, mountains, uh, and you got a lot of transplants, man. There's a lot of people from up north. Uh, I, I think I rarely see anyone that's actually been born and raised in Georgia, so that kind of uh, it, it helps me out a little bit, especially with my New York accent that I have sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I tend to talk really fast, so I have to slow myself down sometimes, especially in practice. You're the only guy in town that's beeping the horn. <laughs> Dude, I stopped doing that like the first two years. I, was here. <laughs> I just like, I just stay silent. <laughs> hey, son, this is Georgia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, man, talk about your wrestling program there in Chattahoochee, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, you took over in 2015 as, a, as an assistant coach? Yeah, well, I started, uh, I started coaching the youth program in, uh, at, at, at Hooch, we call it. Um, and um, from there, uh, I, was, was, I was an assistant with the high school guys and just working with the high school guys. Uh, then I took on a head coaching position at Alpharetta High School. And uh, Alpharetta, Johns Creek area is kind of where Chattahoochee is. They're all just phenomenal schools up here. I mean, the kids are just very bright. Um, the educational level is, I mean, they're like blue ribbon schools, which is like the top schools, you know, just top schools here in Georgia. Um, so there's a lot of pressure on the academic sense. And uh, just from a wrestling perspective too, we have, we have a great channel of, uh, of different high schools and different programs that the kids are kind of, you know, funneling through. So when I worked uh, the youth program, 
it was uh, it was it was great to get back in with some of the younger guys, you know. And I I love kids, so for me it's it, I'm very dynamic and and uh, demonstrative <laughs> like when I do stuff. <laughs> and it. I tend to smile a lot, you know. I try to make things fun, so I fit in really good with the young guys. And it uh, the, the kids are just awesome, man. Um, and then when I went to the high school, I kind of bring that same kind of energetic, kind of fun way of doing things. And uh, I have a really strong technical background. Uh, so I think, you know, as coaches, and I see, so I, I've had some phenomenal coaches, you know, and, and I'm no, I don't even consider myself anywhere near some of the top coaches that I've had, like Mike Mockles from Missouri Valley or Scott Becker from Middlesex, even through high school too. I mean, just great coaches. Um, but, you know, teaching technicals with kids, I think really goes a long way because kids tend to not, uh, not trust, you know, in kind of the process and their, you know, body movement and how to, how to follow through a move. Uh, and then when you show them something, you walk them through a move and then they're like, holy cow, no, I did an arm spin. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, you get a little more credibility with the kids, you know, so it makes it fun. Yeah, and that arm spin, I was watching... I don't know the first thing about it, by the way, but I was watching these wrestling matches come up on my YouTube page and I was watching two guys and, and it was, uh, it must've been a USA freestyle youth tournament because they were kids, but high school size kids. And the one kid, you could see him, he kept trying to set up that, what do you do? You're, you're like this and then you try to go opposite arm and then you try to set it up. Well, every time he'd go for it, it was like the kid knew it was coming and the kid would just pancake him right on his back. Oh man. And then he would try it again. And, and this is, I think this was like number one in the nation in high school versus number four in the nation in high school. But, but every time the kid would go for that arm spin, it was like the other kid felt it coming. Like they had wrestled before or something. And he would just, boom, right down. I was like, how many times are you going to try that? I mean, you keep yeah. getting caught and pancaked and it's like, Try that. Try a different move, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, like wrestling the same guy multiple times, man. That is the hardest thing to do because you know you get to feel each other out. You know what's, you know what's coming. You got the setups. You know what, you know what, how they're setting up. It's uh, so you know an arm spin's coming, man. They're gonna block it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was watching. Um, what was it? Is it? Is it? Uh, was it Burroughs and Dake where they they had to go two out of three? Yeah, go to the Olympics or something, and and Dave got him in that first match, but the but you could see the adjustments that Burroughs made, especially in the third match. It was just like he had total control, but you could kind of see the the things happen there. But um, talk about athletes for children. What is I obviously it's a foundation, but uh, why was it created? What does it do, and and how does it work? Yeah. Um, so athletes for children, um, you know, I, I, I was in corporate, you know, almost my whole life, you know, 15, 16 years solid corporate started in New York. Uh, ironically, wrestling got me the position. A uh, good friend of mine, Charlie Taglarini, got me in with a corporate company up there in New York. Nice. Um, and wrestling is always somewhere in there. Like you always know a wrestler in, in corporate America. Um, but then, uh, you know, I, I, I had uh, two amazing young boys, uh, Jacob and Christian, uh, my, my total life. Um, and, uh, you know, just working with, you know, being, being a dad and seeing how this happened uh, right around the time I was the head coach for Alpharetta High School. And, 
you know, I give credit to all the high school head coaches out there, college head coaches. You, a lot of like a lot of people don't realize how much time gets put into that. It is uh, it is nonstop, and and as an athlete, I gained a whole new level of respect for head coaches. You know, the the dedication, the commitment that goes into it, um, and then you know, having my two boys so late in life. Uh, I, you know, just working with in the community with with certain people, got to see a lot of kids kind of being left behind, you know, with with certain things. Um, unfortunately, you know, there's, there's always that element of of a of, you know mental illness and uh, where you know some kids get sick and unfortunately how cancer affects kids. It's uh, you know it's something we don't talk about a whole lot, you know. We're sometimes I think we're scared to. Um, so I, I started uh, Athletes for Children. I worked together with John Hanrahan. Uh, he's, that guy's a legend. Speaking of phenoms, that guy's just unbelievable. World champion, you know, he beat uh, Putter from South Africa, 10-time world champ. Wow. Crazy, crazy, crazy good. Penn State, I think. He wrestled at Penn State. The guy was just unreal. But he's on the board with me and uh, Eric Cluck. Uh, and he's a two-time national veteran champ. Um, wrestled out in Michigan. And we kind of put it together, you know, we, we, we all have this passion for kids, you know, and we love athletics. And I think for all of us and, and you know, all, all, all athletes, I think we, we, we go through struggles, you know, when we go through, uh, through college, high school, we have, we always have these obstacles kind of get on our way. We learn how to kind of get through those. And for me, athletics has, has really been the catalyst to kind of forming who I am as a person. You know, you, you get to learn a lot about discipline, uh, you get to learn about how to be humble, how to respect others, especially, you know, when you start to realize that you don't know it all. You don't have all the answers, man. You know? I'm surprised they teach those things in New York and New Jersey. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's hard, you know, and when you're an athlete and you achieve a level of success, you know, I've seen it happen too. You got, you got kids that get, you get that first taste of success and then, you get a little cocky, you know, you start to, you got to, you need, you need that loss to kind of dial you back in, you know, to realize like, Hey, there's going to be someone out there working harder than you today. And, you know, you, you don't know it all. And, and that's where I really had some great coaches, you know, they're really, I, I took everything I learned in wrestling and it, you know, wrestling is life. You know, you hear that a lot and it, it, it truly is. And um, with, uh, with athletes for children, you know, working with John and, and Eric, uh, we wanted to put something together where we can kind of be a voice for kids, you know, and we can channel, use our athletic platforms, you know, specifically with wrestling and use that as a channel for, for kids of all causes. And that's kind of what makes our nonprofit very unique. You know, we're 501c3, but we're non-cause specific. So, uh, so yeah, I've, I've been involved with Make-A-Wish now for like oh, yeah. six or seven years. So yeah, we, we do our big, um, <clears throat> kind of like the anchor event is the Wishmakers Ball. So that's kind of the big event. And uh, it got delayed because we're going through this, but we're supposed to be doing it still in April. I think April 19th or something. But yeah, man, I, I you know, it's, it's a great time and it's probably one of the best parties that goes on. However, for the first like two hours, you're in tears. Like you're watching the kids that come up, you're watching the stories, you're watching the, 
the people in the room, you're hearing success stories. You're hearing, and I, and I think, um, I think what a lot of people, I think the misconception with like a make a wish or maybe even an athletes for children is that these kids are terminally ill and they're not going to make it. Uh, yes, there are terminally ill kids. Unfortunately, they are, there are right. But there are kids that, that fight this and they win and they yep. get out the other end. And when they now they're wish maker parents or wish maker kids and they're, and they're out there going, wow, you know, if, I was a kid in Wisconsin and they picked me up and took me to Disney world. And just because I got to meet Mickey, I get to be, it, it helped me live another day and live another day and live another day or athletes for kids. I mean, I got to whatever, who knows And your level, the kid says, man, I, I was ready to check out. And then I got to meet Yanni D or something. And right. they're like, wow, that made me get another week, get another week, get another week. And then guess what? those weeks got me cured, you know, and then now my mind is different and I'm out there fighting. So it's, it's crazy. Not all these kids die, thankfully, and they're not right. all um, going to face that ultimate unfortunate outcome. So, but, but you're, by what you're doing to get somebody, it, it's just, it's faith, right? It's like, they say, okay, wow. If, if that guy came to see me, if Donald Duck wanted to meet me, like, you know, like, it's like, yeah. I had to meet Donald Duck. And of course, when, when they're older, they're like, man, that was just Susie from the break hall. They didn't know that, but, but to the kid, it's Donald Duck, right? And, and you're like, Big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, man, I got to imagine those kids' faces when they see whoever you bring in the room to, to meet them or get to roll around with them or, or do anything, man, that's special. So good for you. Thanks. And it, it's been great. I think, you know, with this whole COVID pandemic, you know, we we had to realign. We, we were self-funded for about two years, you know, before we started really going out for grants and, and stuff. And, um, you know, this kind of hit us at a really bad time, you know, just getting getting everything going. And we, we kind of put some things together from a mentoring perspective. And of course, you know, we're all doing Zoom these days, right? Yeah. Asked me like three months ago what Zoom was. I would have no idea. <laughs> oh, you should have seen my first interview with NATO. I was like, am I live? Hello, am I live? <laughs> working? Hey, I'm live. <laughs> that was me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it works. But yeah, we've been, we, we kind of like adapted, you know, and that's kind of what wrestlers do, right? We, we adapt and uh, we created some good, uh, mentorship, like mentor programs to where we have athletes that are, that volunteer their time, you know, to, to kids that are either going through some trauma in their life. And uh, we create these Zoom meetings, even some athletes, some young athletes in high school that perhaps, you know, especially this time being so isolated, you know, there's been a lot of issues with that. So we have some athletes that are providing this and we partnered up with some counseling groups here in Atlanta. And uh, we just give those kids a little hope, you know, and when they talk to a, a, an athlete or a fighter that's, you know, on the Bellator circuit or you see him on TV and then he's right there on the, on the, on the camera, you know, it's just huge for these kids. Yeah. Exactly. Well, when does, uh, when do they break out that big water slide in the middle of the city? Oh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. That's just, I think things are. Wow, yeah. It, I wonder if they'll do that, huh? This year. Cause I know that's gotta be fun. Have you gone down that thing yet? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> me either. But I saw people go down it. I think my kids did. My kids go down it. They might have. 
we went up there um, one year, we went to the, uh, the Sequarium. We did like this whole thing where we went, we drove to Hilton Head, spent a few nights, and then we went out to Savannah, spent a few nights, and then we came into Atlanta. We went to the Sequarium, got to see Coca-Cola. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. Did kind of that whole little thing, and then we drove back home to Orlando, but it was, it was pretty cool. We stayed right down the street somewhere in there and, and we we walked down but you could see this man that slide took up a whole city block it was pretty dope yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wonder I, how they're going to do that again now with all this covid stuff right yeah <clears throat> so man um i know you pretty much touched everything i would have asked right um i know that um you've seen georgia wrestling grow in the last five years um since you've been there i mean and and, and where do you see Georgia wrestling going? Are, are they, are they on the uptick? Are they, is there a lot of youth programs opening up to, to build kind of the grassroots? Um, you, you being a New Jersey kid, obviously coming, to, that's New Jersey, Pennsylvania is like wrestling when you get your bottle in your hand. So coming yeah. down to our Southern states where that's not the case right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I was a late bloomer, man. I didn't start wrestling until I was a freshman in high school. So uh, Coach Coach LaSalle caught me in the lunchroom. That's when I, he's like, how much do you weigh? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but that's, you know, the, you're right. I mean, kids start real early up in New Jersey and Pensy, you know. Um, but I, I'll tell you, Georgia's is really, really impressed me. You know, we, uh, we got invited to the Pittsburgh Classic uh, for the first time, I think, in 50 plus years um, as, a, as a state. And um, I, I managed to go with uh, Coach uh, Don St. James and John Hanrahan. I went as an assistant for Team Georgia. Uh, and, the, you know, we brought a team there. That's when USA Wrestling picks up, you know, wrestles against the WPIA and the, the Pennsylvania All-Stars. And it was just an amazing experience, you know. Um, but it, it, it's, it's a good telling sign as far as where Georgia's headed. Uh, you know, just getting invited to that. So it's, that's like the pinnacle event in high school. Um, just to get to see, you got these guys that are coming in with like 200 wins and like two losses, you know, just crazy, like unbelievable talent. I got to meet Spencer Lee that year, you know, and, and Austin DeSanto and those guys were on the Pennsylvania teams. So it was, it was, it was really cool to kind of see those guys even, even progress through, you know, through college now. Uh, but I think Georgia, Georgia's something coming. We finally got some good, what's that? And they're together on the same team. I know, man. That's it was crazy to see them. <laughs> I think uh, Spencer was a he was a captain at the time because his knee was still was still hurt coming off coming off state. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think you know Georgia with our college programs here, man, like Reinhardt. I mean, those guys are just doing some really good things and opening up. We're getting some good talent in, and I think it's starting to starting to grow. You know, that's uh, awesome. you got women's What's wrestling too that's going real good. What are the are the girls sanctioned in Georgia? Um, as as far as uh, like wrestling for the high schools, yeah, we, we do have some girls that actually wrestle. I don't I don't you know, to be honest, like I'm not I don't know for sure as far as the details and the specifics of that. Uh, I do know that they have their own state. You know, uh, we handle handed out medals. That's when I met John Hanrahan back uh, about five years ago uh, at the Georgia Dome. Uh, but it's you know, I think, I think women's wrestling is growing like tremendously out here. Um, some of the female athletes we have are just 
you know, you, you kind of like, you're, you're kind of like scared to roll with it because they are tough, you know, um, but we definitely see it on the youth level, a huge growth. Uh, Morris wrestling here in the Johns Creek area has been really good. That's predominantly where a lot of people go, but you'll see a lot of, a lot of, a lot of girls coming out for wrestling and they, they kind of mix in with mixed martial arts too. Do you come down to um, Florida for any tournaments? You know, there's a, there's the knockout that happens um, down in Orlando, which is, is really big. That's and there's, big also, there's also one that happens probably closer to you. I just spoke to um, Coach Crowder yesterday. And uh, he has uh, the Capital City Classic that happens over in Tallahassee that's been going on for like 25 years. So you have that, but the knockout is, man, it's growing. There's teams from all over the country coming into it in Orlando. Wow. Uh, some good tournaments, man. Like, bring your kids down. Come to Disney. Bring some Georgia kids down there, man. <laughs> come down. Georgia comes down. Do you come down to uh, when the Disney duels? Uh, I don't, man. I, I haven't, I, I, to be honest, I haven't been down to Florida for, for wrestling a whole lot. You know, try to, it's tough with, uh, with AFC, with staying up here and we do, we have a farm up here in, in Gainesville, Georgia, where we, we're, we're really starting, we, we want to get some, um, some wrestling camps get together for in the next few months uh, and get that going. Um, but I know, you know, I know just surrounding Georgia, man, it's, it's big down South, man. I'm trying to bring all that New Jersey wrestling yeah. down here, you know, but I, yeah, I think it's, it's only. That's awesome, man. So. Um, you ever go up to Blue Ridge? I, yeah, yeah. Wow, this place is awesome. I got a friend of mine who handles a whole bunch of like lodging and cabins and stuff up there. Really? I'll have to hit you up because we, we, we did a cabin up there. I forget where it was. It was right outside of Blue Ridge and it was our first time there, but what an amazing town. Uh, it's beautiful, right? Yeah, and they had this, uh, man, I had some really good chicken wings there. I can't remember the name of the place, but it was really good. <laughs> like grilled them and then fried them and then grilled them or something. I don't know. So you got that, you got like that, um, that crispy, but also that caramelized eight. You're like, yeah. Oh, it's too good, man. I'm not, I'm not cutting weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to watch your weight down here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, man, food's good. All right. Are you ready for this? I think. <laughs> Nathan's or Sabret's? Oh man. So, you know, Nathan's is Coney, Coney Island, right? And yep. I, I was born, I was born in Brooklyn. So it's gotta be Nathan's. <laughs> gotta be Nathan. uh, pork roll or country ham? <laughs> country ham. <laughs> I'm southernized, man. I'm a, I'm a Georgia boy now. <laughs> I'm southernized. That's funny. Uh, New York cheesecake oh. or Georgia peach cobbler. I'm going to lose a lot of friends right now. <laughs> it's going to be the cobbler. <laughs> oh, I know. All right, here we go. Six Flags, Georgia, or Coney Island? Oh, I'm definitely losing friends, man. <laughs> it's going to have to be Six Flags. <laughs> All right. A Jersey beefsteak or a Philly cheesesteak? Jersey, man. <laughs> you can't ask a Jersey boy that. That's <laughs> yeah. let's see. Apples or peaches? Oh well, yeah, Georgia peach, man. Come on. <laughs> Alpharetta or Woodbridge? 
Oh, that's striking in the heart, man. But I'll tell you what, my kids are here in Alpharetta and they are Alpharetta boys. <laughs> so I'm growing like two Alpharetta boys. <laughs> 32 or Fargo? Fargo. Live goes or clinics? Man, I'm clinics, man. I'm technician. Yeah, Technicals are everything. Uh, high school scoring or NCAA scoring? NCAAs. Nice. How'd I do? Did I pick up some of your areas there in those 10 questions? Yeah, I think I alienated some friends though, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been trying. I started last month. So I've always been doing 10 questions. Um, but they were kind of monotonous and same one, same one, same one. So somebody was like, hey, man, you keep asking the same question. I'm like, it's wrestling, right? So then I sat down and I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? I think it'd be cool if I... Now it just gave me more work, right? Because now I have to, oh, okay. It looks like he's from New Jersey, went to school here, is in Georgia, and I got to figure out some different spots, right? But I've started to do that for, you know, each person's area now, like oh, the nice. questions and stuff. So it's been cool. Like, um, who did I have on last time? Oh, I had, uh, I had Coach Tim McGuire on, um, who is starting Shenandoah University oh. Wrestling out of Virginia. And he, it's the, it's, he's starting the program. And so he's from the Chicago area, like Chicago, Milwaukee. So I was like, Chicago dog or New York dog, right? What do you say? Chicago dog. Yeah. <laughs> so over there, I, so I was like Portillo's, Aromas, Luminati's, Giordano's, Cubs or Brewers, you know, that kind of stuff. So I try to, I try, I'm, I'm trying to get stuff kind of around the area and things like that. So. It's fun, man. This has been great for me. I'm, I'm learning so much about wrestling. I, I don't know how I like, I'm just me. So like, usually like I, I go to club practice and I typically like sit in the truck and it's my time. I put, put a show on and let my kids go in there and wrestle. Um, Cause I've learned my lesson about trying to stand there over them. They get mad. So, oh yeah. So I, I'll sneak in once in a while kind of see what's going on. I, I'll catch a move here and there, but, but like, I don't know what's going to happen the next time I walk out there. And after I've done all this, right, people are going to be like wanting to talk to me. I'm like, oh man, I got to come It's out. tough. Being a, being a wrestling dad, even, you know, it's, I'll tell you, my, my boys are about to be seven and, and just turned five yesterday. And when we wrestle, I mean, right now we're uh, real low key. Like, just, I just want to go, I want them to go out there and have fun. But I can kind of already see they're like, dad, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm like, I learned, man. I'm like, I'm not the coach for them. Like, I'm definitely not going to coach. Yeah, so I had no idea. Um, first of all, do you have Instagram? Yeah. Look up the Twinjas, T-W-I-N-J-A-S. Uh, okay. They're Johnny and Oliver. Uh, they're seven-year-old twins. And their dad is a martial arts teacher. But their dad started them, their foundation as wrestling. So you, they have some really cool videos on there. I got to have them on, on the show because I saw that I saw it and I IG'd them and they were like, yeah, sure. I'm like, oh, all right. So, um, but it's pretty cool. They're like, you got to put your arm here on the elbow and then you duck here and you grab, but it's cool. You'll, you'll nice. obviously appreciate it because that's what you do. Um, so that's pretty cool. What were we talking about before that? Um. Oh, coaching. As a parent, Woo, yes. I'm getting old. Uh, <laughs> uh, can I get another drink, honey? No, I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, so I was working full time the first whatever that he started this the first year or whatever. And then I got out of it. So then last year was the first time we did something off season. I got to travel with him. We went to a camp, App State camp. And um, uh, every time he'd come off the mat, I'd be like, hey, hey, hey. So finally he's like, dad, you got to leave me like the F alone for <laughs> oh, no. I get off the mat, okay? And I'm like, too soon? He's like, First of all, I'm shaking, my adrenaline's going. Whether I win or lose, I don't wanna to talk to you. Just give me 10 minutes and leave me alone. So I, I, you know, I'm getting parented by the kid. Like, it's like, hey. So I'm learning how to adjust to being a wrestling parent, right? Like, I'm like, okay, I got it. So you need 10 minutes. So at 11 minutes, I can come and talk to you, right? <laughs> He's like, I'll come talk to you when I'm ready. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I got it. But I guess you could, you could understand that, right? I guess when you're done with the match, you, love, you don't wanna be bothered. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man, the psychology behind it is is pretty profound. I mean, the because uh, you got athletes, you know, obviously kids want to they, they want to impress their their parents, you know, their dads and moms. So it's it's a, it's tough because once somebody's going to lose. Right. And and I think every wrestler out there goes out there and like, man, I could have done this better, you know. And so they need that that small little window of time <laughs> yeah. to kind of take it all in, you know. And sometimes parents get a little, you know, we get a little too amped up about it because we see our kids out there. Yeah, you like know? he got beat and I, I want to go like, it's okay, buddy, it's all a process. <laughs> you didn't lose, you learned. You didn't lose, you learned. You're going good. And he's like, are you effing kidding? Like, really, dad? Like, I got it. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's, I didn't learn, I lost. It's not a process, it sucks, okay? Just leave me alone. But later on, he'll be like, yeah, I understand what you're saying now, dad. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you, like, pre-dad for me, I never got it. Like, how parents were so, now as a dad, totally get it. Absolutely <laughs> get it. Yeah, I had, um, I don't know what I, uh, I think Brian Stout yesterday, and I asked him, and here's a guy, four-time All-American, two-time New Jersey State Huge, champ. Yeah. Or his, uh, I think his, his last year, he didn't give up a point in high school, like not Jeez. one point. So another one of those Jersey studs like yourself and um, incredible, right? So I asked and I go, what's coaching or watching your, or you on the mat or your kids on the mat? He's like, my kid on the mat by far. I, I shake, I move, I, I feel like I want to be there. Like I can't <laughs> help myself. And I'm like, All right, now you're, so I guess making that transition from athlete to parent, you're like, oh, <laughs> totally different it's, it's tough man i mean and my kids aren't even competing yet and when they're out there you know you come out rolling around you're like whoa no <laughs> you know, it's like watch that watch that yeah i was talking to uh, i have a ref that comes on on fridays and he said i i do not ever i try my best to never ever go ref youth tournaments like the youth youth tournaments like the little little oh. guys and then I was like, really, why? And so he sends me a video, like video after video. And it's like the mom pulling the kid off the other kid. No, my son. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And he's like, and then the parents are going at it and the police are in the face. Like, that's why I don't do that. Like, at least at high school, there's some arguments, but it doesn't get, you know, there may be some bullying and pushing into chairs, but they're big enough to know kind of when to stop. But 
when the parents are fighting over the kids, it's, I don't want to be there for that. Yeah. I've seen some parents are like run across the mat, like right in the middle of a tournament. It's like, oh. <laughs> Did you see that video uh, that was out where um, they showed the, the dad like tackling the other kid? Like, I guess yes. the kid picked his son up and slammed him and he came around the mat and just tackled him. Wasn't that pretty recent? Like, like yeah, this past year, right? Or something, but like. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't I mean, know, man. That's. I don't want to see my kid get hurt and I don't want to see anybody drop on their head and I don't want to see, but there's gotta be some sort of self-control, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're parents and we're adults, right? You gotta, we, our kids model us, right? So we have to definitely, that's where wrestling comes in really good for us. Cause we do, we have a lot of discipline, you know? Um, I'm going to make a manual of all the things that you need to call the ref or the other coach when you're on the other side of the mat. No. That would be good. <laughs> a, a little manual. I'll tell you, like, as a coach, too, like, sometimes you get into a match, you know, and it's funny, I, as, when I was a head coach, I, I remember we were at, we were at a tournament, and um, one of the refs was like, get in your corner. I'm like, it's a circle. It's <laughs> like, a circle. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> but he, yeah, started, he started laughing, and I was like, I'm, I was just joking around, you know, I was like, I'm sorry, you're right, you're right, because I'm, you know, I'm yeah, part Italian, man, so I'm like, hey, uh, I had Cipriano on the ref and somebody said, ask Sip about the locked hands he called on the kid that only had one arm. <laughs> and Sip's like, that's not what happened. He had a nub and he was locked onto his nub. It was underneath oh, that. And people are like, how'd you get locked hands there, Sip? <laughs> as long as it touches, man. <laughs> no, you can't touch it. So pretty funny, man. Uh, this has been great, man. I'm really glad you came on. I'm, I'm glad I got to meet you. I'm glad I got to talk to you. Uh, as well, thanks. On the other side of this, I get to be out and about with my sons and go into different camps and things, and hopefully we'll cross paths and I'll get to see you. And come on anytime, man. You have my uh, my link. You also, my cell phone number is right on my page, Ward Wrestling Live. So if you haven't joined it and liked it and followed it yet, please do. Awesome. Um, the video is on Ward Wrestling Live also. So um, please go and share it with all your groups or or whoever you want to share it with or yeah would love to I'd, I'd love for you to if you would but either way and then um I'll, I'll throw it on the youtube channel sweet once i uh usually every whenever i'm just sitting there going okay i need to do something i'll, I'll take them off and, and i'll throw them on youtube also <laughs> so that we'll have a little bit more platforms but please like and share share my page share your share your video and uh, obviously keep doing what you're doing with the kids Thanks, brother. I, I appreciate it. And thanks. Thanks for all you do here, man. I think this is great. You know, it gives us an opportunity to kind of talk and still stay involved. Yeah, it's been really good. I, I mean, I've talked to people that tell me that uh, they'll put they'll put me in their ear like they know when I'm coming on. They'll put me in their ear, even though they can't watch it. At least they're hearing it. So I don't know. I got to figure out a way. I'm kind of figuring out a way right now how to uh, I guess there's tools out there where you can uh, you take the video and you put it into this tool and it tears out just the audio so that I can then maybe put this whole thing on like Apple podcast or something so that people oh, that's cool. have yeah. somewhere to go to just listen to the, to the thing. So I don't know. I'm each step is a new step for me, but I find out these things because people are like, Hey, have you, have you done this with it yet? And I'm like, no, I'm just talking to people. So then I built a page and they're like, okay, what are you doing next? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, 
I've got another appointment tomorrow. I'm going to talk to people. <laughs> okay, I'll check it out. So I, I kind of learned that way, you know, I guess sooner or later. I actually finally ordered a green screen. Oh, nice. I got to that point where, you know, almost 100 shows, I'll, I'll attempt to do something. I'm, I'm sure I'll totally screw it up. I'm going to try to put something back there, but um, we'll see. I, I try it here, but if, if you'll see like, um, it like takes me out of the picture. I'll go here. If you try like, look, you can say you're at the beach. Oh, you got to download it, download. See? Oh yeah. You can be like, I'm at the beach, but I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a green screen. So it, it comes like all over me. So I'm like, <gasps> that's <cool."> awesome. <gasps> So I guess, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta get a screen, and then that kind of makes it work. I look like I'm scary, right? Ah, oh, look like a look like a zombie, man. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff, man. I just so that's kind of me. This is me. I like that fun. I'm not, I'm not that guy, right? That's awesome. No professionalism here. I'm just me. <laughs> just throw it out there, dude. <laughs> that's all right. As a guy from the Northeast, you understand. Yes, <laughs> we, uh, we are professional in the Northeast, but but we know how to not be and have yeah, you got to cut it up, man. You gotta you gotta be able to laugh and just enjoy it. Yeah, I love it. I remember. I mean, I, I have some stories from up there, but maybe that's for off of the air. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I went to like Willingboro, New Jersey once, and uh, we were in Philly, so we used to we used to drive to like Trenton and catch a train out of Trenton into Manhattan. As oh, kids, nice! My wife and I as kids, right? So, like, you get to see some, some grade A choice people. Yeah, New York was fun, man. I I loved working there. You know, I, I don't think I could live there. I love New York, but the the best is just the people watching. Like, there are some characters, man, and it's like you get on a train and you can just you can people watch. It's like being at a ball game or something. You but you get some good stuff going on down there. But I <laughs> I do love Manhattan. I love New York City. Um, I've got. You know, my, my aunt and uncles all live up there, so uh, love them. And uh, it's a cool town. Are you Jets or Giants? Oh, man. I bleed blue, man. I am Giants. Giants, nice. New and York Giants. Yankees. Yankees. So are you Nets or Knicks? Knicks, man. So I, I used to work right across the street from the garden. So oh, nice. That had to be I, cool. Knicks and Rangers, you know. Yeah, the Rangers are cool. My um my uncle mike deutsch is a uh an nhl agent up there oh so, no kidding so he gets to go all around the world and check out these hockey players so that's pretty that's cool. awesome i used to get tickets all the time for the knicks you know and ranger games it was just love working in the city that's i mean you, you never know who you're standing next to either i mean you could be riding the train and like there's some celebrity that you see on tv <laughs> yeah i remember going to visit my aunt once and we're walking down the street and she's like Hey, that's this person. I'm like, who's that? Where? Right there. I'm like, oh, oh wow. Like, I don't even know, right? <laughs> it's cool, man. Hey, this has been fun, man. We could keep going. We could probably talk forever. I, I got I, Philly stories too, man. We can keep going. Dude, I could talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's that's probably, it could be my, at, at times it's a good thing that, and, and a bad thing. Because <laughs> right. some people are like, all right, I want to talk to you now, but then I don't want to talk to you anymore. So We've reached that threshold, sir. Talk to me or not talk to me. So we'll go ahead. But anyway, man, please share. Please like. 
Uh, please send any of your uh, friends or family or wrestling community over to me, refer them to me, and uh, let's get them talking. Let's get some more Georgia blood on you. I'd love to have them. You got it. Absolutely, brother. All right, man. See you. Thanks, man.